That man is very stylish. I must say, he really cuts a dash. A.W. The Spoke. So here we are in Hampstead. Welcome to this, our second podcast for Alexandra Wood. Um, let's talk style. We have Tony Parsons with us, and uh, he has made us a nice cup of tea. Yes. It's very it's nice. It's kind of I've like just... an enlightened builder's tea. Yes. In Wimbledon, in Wimbledon mugs, yeah. all over. Yes, that's yeah. the enlightened builder. <laughs> very herbal. Very, very, very nice. So I haven't been to London uh, in a while. I used to live in London, and every time I come back, it feels like I'm revisiting and rediscovering it. Incredible because it seems new for me coming back and it's definitely more gentrified in so many ways, which I think is a good thing. A lot of people want to complain about that. But I was just um, interested in finding out anything historical about Hampstead yeah. from you, Mr. Tony. Well, Hampstead is, you know, is, is the archetype London village. And it's um, the interesting thing about Hampstead is it's never been gentrified you know it's not one of those areas the areas that I've lived in in London like Islington and Holloway and Crouch Inn yeah. they've all kind of they were working class neighborhoods that got gentrified and Hampstead has never been gentrified because it was where the affluent moved because yeah. it's very high up we're, we're on the rooftop of London so the air's clean and, and it's very villagey you know I tend not to leave Hampstead at all everything that I want Apart from my tailors, is yeah. here. Uh, my gym is here. My gym is here. My friends here. And you know, I'm a dog dog owner and a dog lover. Yes, and we Ham noticed that. Hampstead Heath is here. Hampstead Heath is here. So Hampstead Heath is this great rolling um, forest and woodland um, that is kind of even better than the countryside because it's yeah. not because it's the countryside without farmers you know it's the countryside yeah, it's, yeah. 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 So, it's, uh, so it's um it's a great it's a great area i mean i you know i've lived here i've dreamed of living here kind of most of my adult life and i i got to know i got to know Hampstead when um i was working and friends with george michael about 30 years ago from the the tail end of the face, the, the the wham wham years when I was interviewing him for the face to his early solo career, and I used to drive down the street that I live on now, and just just loved it, just just thought it was so beautiful and um, and pristine and yeah. kind of untouched and. Uh, well, we certainly arrived on a day that's yeah. really good for weather because we can never tell what's going to go yeah. on in London weather-wise. It's absolutely lovely. So Alex, you're from Camden, for people who don't know that. Yep, so um, I'm a pretty local girl. I used to come to Hampstead with my dad. I was just saying to Tony that I went to, we'd go to Maxwell's and um, talk about the music that played there. But it's no longer there anymore, but I love Hampstead, so. It does, it changes, but it changes slowly. A lot of the old places, are, like Coffee Cup is still there. You know, a lot of the, they, Via Bianca, there's a lot of the old, Kind of you know stuff that's been around since the seventies that is still there and um, yeah so it's it's kind of I think of it as the best of London really you know because it, yeah. is, it is it is very villagey and people do genuinely know know a lot of uh, know a lot of their neighbours yeah I've always noticed noticed that there's a north south divide in London I imagine yeah. it's still happening be interesting to me south flat on. that's the <laughs> yeah and uh, as you say North London we 
got Hampstead Heath and it's really like the countryside, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, we're in Tony's house because he's kindly let us record here today and it's gorgeous. It um, is lovely. It's very hidden, tucked away, so we won't tell you exactly where it is. And quiet. Um, <laughs> for our recording yeah, really quiet. <laughs> so we're going to start asking a few questions yeah, yeah, because yeah. essentially the this po- podcast is to enlighten our viewers to understanding how they can find their own style, how you found your own style. Um, so, well, first off, if you, you know, what you, what have you been up to recently? What have you been writing in GQ? What have you been writing about? I've been, um, I'm, I'm writing six books in six years. I'm writing a, cr- a series of crime novels about mm. Max Wolf, a detective called Max Wolf, and it's my attempt really to create a series here of, you know, my, my. Um, James Bond or Philip Marlowe or Jack Reacher. So I'm so I'm writing a, a book a year for six years, and I'm up to. I've just received the proofs for number five, so I've got one more to wow. do. Right. So that's what I'm doing, and and apart from that, I'll do my journalism and uh, do a monthly column for um, for GQ, which tends to reflect whatever whatever um, is going on in my life, you know. So I've been writing a lot about. Um, male friendship and I've been writing why men should get a regular annual medical health screening and right. kind of all the stuff that's going on in my life I tend to shove yeah. it into my column yeah mm-hmm. so there's lots, lots of stuff about health and fitness and um, friendship and so you have full reign you're allowed to essentially write how you yeah I mean I'm a columnist yeah I've been I've been lucky enough to be a columnist for the last 25 years and the way it works for a columnist um with a magazine or a newspaper is you write what you like and they're free to sack you at any time that they like. So that's the way it works really. So you get more daring. To well, you can you know, you, you understand that you understand that things change and you know, I mean, if my career ended this afternoon, I've had a good run, you know, I've had a really fantastic career. So do you get nervous of it ending ever? No, I kind of, I, I, do realise, you know, that I'm probably, you know, going to live quite a long time. And uh, so I, I wonder, you know, I, I don't worry about my career so much as I worry about um, industries. You know, I worry about um, newspapers and magazines surviving in the digital digital mm-hmm. uh, era. And, uh, you know, my mum had six brothers and a lot of them were printers in the old Fleet Street, in the old hot metal. Printing. Right. And they all lost their jobs. You know, they lost their jobs. As soon as technology changed, they were like blacksmiths. And uh, yeah. I thought that was specific to my uncles, but now I see that it can happen to absolutely anybody. Yeah. You know, that just, you know, you're this blacksmith making a horseshoe and thinking, well, people are always going to need horseshoes. And then that first Model T Ford comes over the horizon, you know. And I think that that can happen to any of us. So I, I try to have, you know, try to have a couple of careers, which I think is not a bad idea these days. You know, I try. Yeah. I got my, I got my books, got my, my novels, and I've also got my journalism. So I think you need, you need at least a couple of strings on your bow. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think you're doing great so far. So uh, I've so not written so one book. <laughs> so, so oh, working on it. Um, <laughs> So moving on to style and your style, you know, um, how would you describe your style? I'm assuming it's evolved through the years. Well, Alexandra, I must say these suits are amazing. Wardrobe, style, trend. Yeah, I yeah I don't know really. 
got to stop. I can't. It's only really in like moments of crisis that I realise how important clothes are <laughs> to me. You know, I like, when I when I've got um when I've got a moment in my life as as either a writer or a father that I that I know has got to go well. It's got to go well. I can't I can't afford to muck it up. Then I realise how important clothes are to me, which is right. why I first came to see to see you. They say you should go to Savile Row for a reason you don't go to Savile Row for a suit you go to Savile Row for a reason you're gonna you know you're gonna get married to the love of your life or you've got a job interview that can't go wrong I'm, you know in my case it was um, I was uh, guest of honour at my daughter's school for prize giving day and you know to be that was absolutely <coughs> terrifying the thought <laughs> I wore a suit by Alexandra Wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was, uh, and and see, see, I don't, and I don't really think of clothes being important to me. But I know that actually, when you get one of those moments, and and you know, I've had a, you know, they come around, they come around with increasing regularity, mm. um, and you just, it's not that. It, it just can't afford to be anything but great. It's got to go well. Yeah, you know, the idea of like, you know, saying something that mortified my daughter in front of all these, you know, <laughs> these brilliant teenage girls. It's a girls' school, very academically gifted, and all yeah. their hype. It just had to go well. And, that, you know, and that's when I realised how important clothes are to me. You know, when I wore your, your suit at that prize game day, and I just felt, you know, it kind of freed me to be myself, really. Mm. You know, and that's, that's what I think, um, that's what I think great, clothes do and you that's what I, I think your suits do is they kind of get the negative stuff out of the way they get like the doubts and they get like the you know the uncertainties and the negative thoughts they push that to one side and just let you be yourself just Nicely let you be put. yourself yeah and then you know and I think it's it's very much like you know are clothes important to Iron Man well you probably not really but at the same time you can't imagine him doing you know fighting crime and fighting evil <laughs> without his yellow and red suit on you can't imagine him fighting crime smart casual you know you just can't imagine it um and so i think that that and so i i do tend to dress what i think for in whatever way i think he's gonna let me do the job you know yeah. whatever, whether it's what walking the dog or you know appearing on breakfast television you know i do find um that a great suit and your great suits and and you know and I name check you because um, you're the only person I've ever seen on Savile Row, so so that's why you know you're important to me. Which it, leads just, me to interrupt to just ask how you got led to Alexandra Wood then. Yeah, I, I, I else. well, it, it's quite it's quite bewildering and it's quite intimidating to to go to Savile Row because you're, you're sport for choice. Yeah. You know, there's so yeah. many there's so many tailors there and some of them have been there for centuries. Mm -hmm. um, and the way to do it, the way I did it, and I think it, it's the good way to do it, I actually think it's the only way to do it, is to look at a guy who you uh, admire right. his dress sense. Who would that be? That was Chuka. Chuka. Okay, right. And I thought, you know, I, I always thought he looked, you know, he, he kind of carries himself very well, that he's, you know, he's, he's elegant and he looks sharp. But he's serious too. You know, yeah. he's a serious man. He's a serious man, and he's a grown-up man. And I thought, well, that you know, you can't go. If I can't go wrong, if I go to the to the same person right. as that guy, um, so and I think that that's a it's a good way to it's you know it's a bit like. And how did the thread through happen? So you haven't got 
chuckle on speed dial or anything like that how do you know him they he contacted me and um he contacted me um and just said let's meet up and right. let's have a let's have a chat and so so we've had like we've had coffee and and um you know we've had had some good conversations and um i i went looking for him at the the bbc um brexit debate right at wembley arena um he was there i didn't There's he the was there yeah. but we were we were on different sides of the argument you know right. so we were like separated you know so i had to like fight my way okay. into him when he was like loading him loading his plate up at the buffet bar <laughs> but um we were the we were the best the two best dressed men at the uh, bbc <laughs> bbc brexit debate on although on opposite sides of the argument um yeah yeah so and and i you know when young writers come to me and say you know how do i get an agent what um agent should i find i always say well who do you admire? Who do you admire? And that's that's what you got to do. You got yeah, you got to follow yeah. the talent, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's the way to you know to, to to find your path, I think. And also, what happens? I'm sure you may have noticed mm. that when you're feeling that good mm. and dressed uh, in a way that you want to dress, mm. you get people commenting. You'll mm. you'll find a comment. Yeah, I'm sure your wife probably said something. Dressing. Yeah, yeah. No, and, uh, and and my friends too. You know, I've had I've had friends that have um, that that know clothes and uh, and that dress well and and have noticed. Right, they that, have noticed uh, that my, right. my suits have been upgraded. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> beat beat the same path to Alexandra Wood in Savile Row that I did. Yeah, so no, it does, and I, it does. Um, you know, when you when you, there are times when you, I mean, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy wearing good suits. If I just go out for dinner with a mate, if I yeah. if I go out to my favourite restaurant, then I I enjoy putting on putting on my Alexandra Wood suit. But I I think, but I really notice it on those moments when it must go well. You know, whether right, it's a speech course. or it's a yeah. TV appearance. Yeah. yeah. You know, or you know, guest of honour at my daughter's school when you just must go well. You think, you know. You can do this. It just that's yeah. it. It, pro it props you no up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you buy um, tailoring for general, so you know, sports jackets or trousers, or are you a bit casual by day suits for the big number? Yeah, I, I tend, I tend to, I tend to be like that. I, um, you know, I tend to be a bit like Diana Ross in concert. You know, I kind of change <laughs> quite a bit. I, I kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll wear, dress one way to walk my dog. Mm. And then I'll just another way to sit down and write my GQ column. Uh -huh. And then I'll when I go and see my mate at Wilton's for dinner, I'll put on a suit. So I do tend to dress specific, and I quite like changing when I'm doing different things. Seriously, if I'm even from like driving my daughter to school and going to work, I just like saying, right now you're doing this, and be you're a hundred percent focused on yeah. this, and you're totally dedicated to this. Yeah, when I come from the tradition that I come from is. Uh, I mean, mod was over when I was a kid, but that's always been a thread running through um, working class life in this country of, of kids that have not got very much of anything apart from a sense of style, mm. you know, that they've got more taste than, than money. They don't have, you know, probably left school quite young, um, probably doing a, a low skilled, low paid job. And yet, you know, when I was knocking around in the seventies, you know, kids, you know, would get suits made. Yeah. They'd have suits made. They'd have Moet suits made, did. you know, and it's, and it's, day, it's yeah. something that kind of ebbs and flows, but it's always there, you know, yeah. it's never, it's never really goes away that, that, that longing to look, um, you know, better than your boss. Yes. Yeah. That, that is the quote, isn't it?
Do you yeah. think that men are paying more attention to the way they dress now more than ever, or do you think they always have? No, I think men are paying much more attention to men than mm. than uh, than ever before, and and I think clothes is certainly a part of that. But um, you know, mm. I don't. You know, men kind of study the abdominal muscles of other men now. You know, like yeah. kind of, you know, <laughs> you kind of think about, you know, what you would have to do. How many to get, study? Yeah, you know, what would you have to do? There. Like, how much fat would you have to get? Because it's really like so losing fat, losing fat on your abdominal muscles. You know, yeah. to, to get that definition, and you think of what you'd have to endure and what you'd have to go through. Just get a good. Well-cut suit, right? You don't need to go through that pain. So I, do, I, so I think that men are thinking more about that stuff. But um, that's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, I'm more image-conscious yeah. than yeah. they were even ten years ago. And they're picking up on, you know, they're picking up on what women have been doing for years. I mean, you know, mm. it's, uh, when I go to, um, I go to Hong Kong quite a bit, and uh, and I, I get like wet shaves there you know where they kind of wrap your face okay. in white towels and and it's such a it's such a wonderful luxury and self self-indulgent to get facials there and you know that's kind of stuff that um you know that that my father would have been appalled by <laughs> you know my my dad was um my dad loved italy he was in italy during the war he fought in italy during the war mm. spoke very very good italian and um you know just like self-taught italian but I can remember him saying to me, you know, God, the, you know, the men used to like stand in front of the mirror and comb their hair. You see, I just couldn't stand, just couldn't stand to watch it. Like that degree of like narcissism and vanity was completely anathema to him. And now it come, comes quite naturally to us. Yeah. 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 Um, if you don't mind me asking, um, how old you are? I will be uh, 64 years old. Drum roll, next please. Week. Oh, yeah. Next week. Go on. I'll be 64 years old. Looking good on it, yeah. mister. I don't really don't know kind of how that's come about. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm 64 it, next week, which is, seems, kind, of, kind of seems strange. I think, you know, you kind of stop thinking about it after a while. You know, you kind of think yeah. about your health and you think about your fitness um, and you just kind of you know every every day's a bonus but I, yeah. you know, I kind of work hard to stay fit work very hard to stay fit it's a big part of my life is uh is my my relationship with my trainer okay know? yeah but you need someone you need a guide you know you need a tailor to dress you you need a yeah. trainer to get you fit and i you know i really couldn't have, couldn't um have worn so well without um without a trainer pushing me yeah i've for 12 years I mean, I've had, I've had a few trainers over the years, but the one that I'm with now, I've, I've been with for, for 12 years. And we see, see each other a couple of times a week, and it's always in the book. And um, if I'm doing something else, like I'm off to, my next trip is to Singapore for a book festival. So I have to break the appointment. Yeah. But so right. it's always in the book. It's always in the diary. And if I can't make it, or he can't make it, then it has to be broken. But otherwise, mm. it's kind of sacrosanct. It's impressive. Yeah. Are they local as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's um, I go to Fred's gym on Heath Street in Hampstead, and Fred is my trainer. And um, you know, I can walk there in five minutes, which is another reason. You know, it's no excuse. Yeah, twice a week. Yep, twice a week. Impressive. Twice a week. Yeah. Once it's in the diary, I suppose you can't escape. Does that mean you're less um, careful about what you eat? Because if you're working out twice a week, you can have a few yeah no uh, accidents can't you with you, a cream you cake can you can but i think with um i think what, you know we work really really hard his, his discipline is boxing fred's fred's a boxer and so, ah. so the training is essentially boxing training and you don't right. um you know i i 
I, I think if I think when you work that hard and it is hard, um, you think, well, why should you know a cream cake would be sort of that's probably. 30 minutes with Fred, you know, yeah. of 30 minutes of pain, 30 minutes of pain with Fred. And I do, you know, I do like my, we have, we have, you know, we, um, it's coming up to, coming up to Christmas now. And, uh, in December, we always have a mince pie. We always have a cup of tea after our training, but in December, we also have a mince pie with it. Right, so we, uh, why you know, not? But you'd be, you're right. You can, but you can, it does give you a bit of leeway. It should, enough, it, it does should do, yeah. Leeway, yeah. Yeah. Um, with being the age that you are, um, you know, a lot of what we say is, is about making men look sexy, which is some people, you know, shocked by that and think it, oh, it's a bit over the top. Yeah. But a lot of people have actually agreed with me and say that the, the image I we're agree. giving off, thank you, <laughs> um, is, you know, being sexy. Do you, do you feel comfortable with that statement? Do you still want to look sexy at 60? Well, I, I, I think I, I, unfortunately, I still do look sexy and I'm yes. trying to avoid hey. it. I try to avoid it. You know, I'm trying to avoid being sexy. It's like when you're a young we man. have to find a jingle for When that you're one. a young man, you know, you go, <laughs> when you, you know, when, you, when you're a young man, you go looking for sex. And when you're an older man, you, you, go, you try to avoid it. <laughs> you know, you try to avoid it. And I'm at, I'm at that, I'm at that stage now where I'm definitely trying to avoid it as much as possible. And it's a strange okay. like tipping point in your life. You know? yeah. You're hunting it for half your life and running away from it. But, um, Why are you okay. running away from it? Yeah, I'm well, intrigued. I just celebrated my 25th wedding anniversary. Wow. So that's, uh, that's, wow. The best, that's the best reason. Wow. Well, it pays to keep your wardrobe updated, I suppose, to keep just yeah. keep the fire alive. Yeah. It's nice. It was nice. We had a great, um, we had a great twenty fifth wedding anniversary. We we uh, we we got married on fourth of July, and we spent all our money, yeah, on a party. So we didn't have a honeymoon because we spent all our money on a big party. At the, I mean, like literally Whoa. every penny we had, we spent every money on a party at the Savoy, and mm. um, they gave us um, nice hotel. They gave us. Uh, their best suite for three nights because we spent oh so much money and, uh, and we were kind of leaning out the window of our suite just like hanging out in our suite for three days and uh, Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf turned up because right. it was uh, the the year they both won Wimbledon and um, yes. and the party was at the Savoy so we, we went so Wimbledon has always been important to us in our marriage and we went mm. we went to the centre court on our 25th anniversary oh my goodness me yeah bit topical for the shop uh, this year because the whole yes. window is dressed with the Wimbledon yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great So you're a tennis fan? No, I'm not really a tennis fan. I used to play when I was uh, when I was a kid. I used to play, and, and my wife's pretty good. But I, I don't really. I'm kind of a Wimbledon fan. I don't think about it. Okay. It's right. not one. It's not one of the sports yeah. that I'm that I'm constantly thinking about. You know, it's. I, I'm a huge Wimbledon fan. I love Wimbledon. I love it as a, this English institution and. Um, but I don't, you know, when they're talking about, you know, the US Open and the Australian right. Open, who cares? You tune you know? out who that cares? one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have the champagne and strawberries. Um, three, what three things would you say to a man um, in order for them to find their own style? If someone said, I have no clue, where do I start? What would you say? I'd say, I'd say um, be prepared to spend serious money. Mm-hmm. I think that you know because the stuff that I that I love I tend to tends to be stuff that's good, but I, I wear it I, I wear it out you know like I just I just you know I just I just took a a Prada flying jacket to my dry cleaners and uh, 
and it's fallen a bit and they don't want to touch it because they're afraid you're, they're going to blame you. But I said, but right. I love yeah. this. I love this. This <laughs> is my winter jacket. This is my winter jacket. And uh, so I think, you know, spend top dollar because it's always worth it. It's always a bargain. It's always a bargain. I'd say that. Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say be fit. Be fit. That, mm-hmm. you know, often when we think men look great, it's because they're, they're gorgeous. You know, it's because they're, you know, when Brad Pitt wears an original, you know, penguin polo shirt, one of the reasons it looks so good is because Brad Pitt's wearing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'd say is, you know, find your own path. You know, mm-hmm. work out what's good for you. Work out what you like doing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like being a writer. It's like a writer finding his voice. You can be influenced by a thousand people, you know, and you should be influenced. Your head's got to be open. Your heart's got to be open. But then you implant your own personality. Yeah, and you find that's your certainly own way. made me think then. So just to interject in terms of you saying, find what you're about, what you like. What, where, what are the go-to details on a suit that you that you pick what did you pick I, well I think it's um, you know we've all got um, we've all you know we've all got our own individual shapes and I think that uh, it's mm. difficult um, you know and, you, and you, you're stuck with that you're stuck with that and yeah. um, in terms and of you know lapels peak lapel not no I, I listen to my tailor I'm happy to right. listen to my tailor I'm really happy to listen yeah. to my tailor and to trust my tailor and to, and to um, you know I, I'm not afraid to say what you know what I um what I, want. I mean I went to see Alexander for a couple of suits mm-hmm. and um then when I went back I'd lost weight because I'd been hitting right. the gym quite hard and she said oh we just all these was... and I said actually I don't mind a little a little extra breathing space yeah, right, right. <laughs> a little extra breathing space <laughs> around my around my finely toned abdominal <laughs> muscles uh, and so you know so I think that you you know, it's like it's like going to see any kind of expert. It's like going to see a doctor or a mechanic, going to right. see a tailor. It's that you know you shouldn't be afraid to express your opinion, but you should be aware that you you're with someone who's given their life to yes. this subject. You know, they've given their life to this stuff, and you know you go you don't I don't think about what's under the the hood of my car, and you know right. I don't really you know think much you know about my my white blood cells and i don't think much about my suit lapels but then when i'm with the expert i'll listen to them right okay. yeah a lot That's of people do when they come to me they say you're the expert what do you think which yeah. is you know it's great um that people put that trust in mm. and um because i like people to have some input and then i tell them they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> but you look great in your suit so please so. Well, thank you for spending the time with us today to talk about your style. Um, My pleasure. Very insightful. To find out more, check out our website, alexandrawoodbespoke.co.uk. Thanks, Tony. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks thank thank you. for coming around. And cue jingle. Alexandra Wood, tailoring. <laughs>